Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. Just wanted to let you all know that at the end of this episode, we have a special announcement. So as you listen to this great founder interview and when it ends, just stay tuned and get, stick around for a little longer because you're going to hear something really exciting that we have to share. With that said, let's get into the interview. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ryan Meyer, who's the founder of Flows. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Matt. Yeah, it's nice. Just in Florida, enjoying some warm weather and building. Building is always a good thing, and you know, in the, in this podcast, we'll be we'll, we'll be wondering like, what are you building? So ultimately, tell us a little bit about flows and for those who haven't heard of it can you kind of let us know what you're working on yeah so flows is the easiest automation tool to use and so at the base we're very similar to zapier um, without the jargon and some of like the complexities that come with zapier like displaying strings of data and things like that that usually turn off really non-technical people and, and result in a lot of the churn that zapier experiences um so that's like the base right and then the Larger, say, 24-month picture is uh, a Chrome extension that's also extremely easy to use uh, and allows people to build while they work, but uh, more so watches how they work and then prescribes automations to them based on their habits. So walk me through a little bit of uh, how this works. Um, you know, if someone wanted to kind of uh, glue some stuff together, um, can you kind of walk us through like how the user experience of flows and ultimately how it would work if someone wants to try it out for the first time? Yeah. So we start off, we'll, we'll start with uh, a, a base example of a trucking company that we worked with and, and saw the need there. So basically they were paying someone to, they had a website, they had a form on the website. So they were paying someone to take all of the results from the form and copy and paste them into a Google sheet and then send out an initial email. And then after that, send out a customized email. And uh, so after I, I spoke with the founder of it, we decided that we could go ahead and, and automate a lot of that. So basically for them, it starts out, or for every flow, it starts out uh, from like a macro perspective. So instead of just throwing a bunch of apps to you, it asks like what the base of the flow is. So do you want to connect uh, a, like a, a database to a uh, email provider, or do you want to connect a you know email to a social media or, or what that is exactly. So there we start off by saying we want to connect our Google sheet to, or, or a form to a Google sheet. And then, so it goes in and just through a couple of simple steps, it allows you to connect your applications and then uh, create those custom journeys 
that like automate your processes. And walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of no code. I, I, I think I like pioneered a stack called the Watt stack back in like 2018. I think before like I, <laughs> no code was, so I, I love no code. So I'm curious for you, like what kind of got you into this? And I guess the, the question is what's the origin story for flows? Yeah. So I have, I started a, a no code podcast almost two years ago uh, called no code, no problem. I've been a huge advocate for the space. And so uh, probably about a year ago, I started asking, you know, admin, people that work in administration and things like that, that aren't in our like little tech bubble, you know, what they thought about automation and, and tasks that they probably could automate. And so it became very clear that outside of our little tech bubble, nobody heard of like the popular, popular tools like Zapier or Integromat. Um, and then two, once they did hear about it and actually like got them to try and use it, frustration was a really common thing. And even when speaking with investors and myself, I turned off Zapier one or two times before I actually created my first Zap. Um, so that was like the initial thing. Um, and then the last thing, which kind of was the idea behind the Chrome extension was it became really clear that even once people knew they could automate things, they weren't entirely sure exactly what things to automate. Uh, so that's where like these process specialists would come in to a company and then figure out what needs automated and then they'd automate it. And I think MakerPad does that. Um, so it's like, how can we provide that for companies, small to medium sized businesses and even makers on, on demand 24 seven. And right now, you know, there's a lot going on in no code and this kind of in industry. I'm just kind of curious, like what is exciting to you in the industry right now? It could be like different types of technologies that are being built or people that are being acquired, but like what, what's going on in no code that's like interesting you right now? Yeah, I, I think it's the transition from, you know, all of like the non-technical people that are, are building is awesome. So it's like democratizing how software is built. And that's really exciting for me. But I think even more than that is like watching developers become like they go from like being naysayers to like adopting and loving the tools. Um, so that's, like something that I love to watch, uh, especially we have advocates in the space like Michael Gill. Uh, and I, I would consider him like an early adopter as, as a developer and a CTO. Um, but yeah, that I would say that's, that's exciting for me to watch. But, you know, uh, just in general, just like, I, I don't think there's a specific thing that is exciting to me, but uh, I think just like the general adoption and, and watching people who otherwise would have never built uh, a product in their life, you know, build things without actually writing any code. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing short of amazing. And it's like literally the, you know, I think a lot of developers like think that they, they look at no code, they're like, oh, it'll never be as good as, you know, programming or whatever. And I, I think what people don't understand is that like, it just makes the on-ramp to building things like so much lower friction. It, it's like so magical. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like I fought with this one developer like a couple months ago, he was a, he was a dev at Raytheon and he, he wasn't, he wasn't familiar with the no code space and he was basically shitting on no code. And, uh, <laughs> I, I had him send me over something that he had worked on. And I was like, dude, I could build this in like 30 minutes with bubble. And he just got so pissed off at me. He's like, no, you couldn't. And I'm just like, you know, it, it's just funny, like watching people convert. And, and kind of as you work on flows, can you kind of walk me through maybe a couple things that you've learned along the way as you've been working on this? I mean, it's an early stage startup. It's like, you know, these days are like roller coasters. What have been one or yeah. two things that you've learned um, so far as you've been building out this company? Yeah. 
So I, I would say one thing that I learned that surprised me, uh, and I think this is more common than we think, um, but like for Zapier, for example, like, for example, like I, I wasn't familiar with how many people actually turned off Zapier because of like the, like the first one or two times they've used it. Like once I started speaking to actual people like that were in the space that tried to use Zapier or investors that try to use Zapier uh, and things like that, like I always thought I was just alone in that sense. And so that was one thing that was actually astounding to me was, was how many people like started using it and then never completed their first app. And, and it took them like a month or two to actually end up building something. Um, so that was one thing. Another thing is uh, how much of a pain in the ass it is to find a dedicated CTO. <laughs> um, so yeah, those two things, those two things are definitely things that I've learned, but you know, it's just a matter of like staying consistent and, and building every day. And then things just fall into place because it's easy to give up, you know? hundred percent, hundred percent. I fully agree. And, and if you were to kind of look out into the future, five, 10, 15 years, what would you say like the big vision is for you and for, for flows and what direction are you rowing in every day as you build this out? Yeah. So I, I think, you know, the, the big vision is obviously we want to, so you're familiar with the Chrome extension, honey, correct? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. So for flows, for me, what that means to me is, you know, honey took couponing and allowed and, and made everybody be able to be an extreme couponer, right? They made, they made everybody be able to be an extreme couponer. So basically what I want to do is I want to use flows as a way to make and empower everyone to become an automator. Um, and then that's like the, the big goal, I guess. I, I want to make everyone an automator and give people the ability to do that. Um, but also I want to empower businesses to be able to not have to worry about what, so like what processes, processes they can automate, um, but allow them to just automate things by using our prescriptions. And then instead of firing people, uh, promote entrepreneurship and, and promote people doing more value out of things. I don't think it's a means to an end in terms of like firing people and just like cutting them out. I think it uh, allows people to, to solve new problems within the workplace. And so that's like the goal um, with Flows, yeah. And then in order to make that happen, like you'll need some help, you know, it takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring or raising money, looking for customers or partnerships? How can we assist? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, uh, I had the pre-seed round paused uh, until I, I got uh, the new CTO on board. So we'll, I'm going to be resuming the pre-seed rounds within like the next probably three to four weeks. Um, so we will be raising here soon. Um, and we already have some commitments. So um, yeah, I mean, fundraising would be great. And then obviously with fundraising comes hiring to help us reach those the next goals that we have in mind. So, um, so yeah, both of those things. And, and, then and if in someone, terms of hiring, it'll be engineering help. Cool. And, and if someone was like an engineer or someone was interested in, in learning more about this to potentially invest or anything along those lines, how can they find you online? Do you have a website yeah. or social media, email address, anything like that? Yep. So uh, you can contact me at ryan at makeflows.com, M-A-K-E-F-L-O-W-Z.com um, or Twitter at Ryan Meyer. And, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open and just reach out and I will be in contact with you. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. 
All right. Thank you for listening to that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. And if you are listening to this on June 23rd, 2021, I have an exciting announcement. Today, we just launched a new product called Seed Scout. Seed Scout ultimately is incubating podcasts that are just like Forward Thinking Founders. The story behind it is there are millions of founders in the world that need their stories told. And we only have so much time in the day. We only have 24 hours. So what we're doing is we're making it really simple for any startup junkies out there to start their own podcast and interview founders just like what we've been doing for the last two and a half years. And as I think I mentioned, we're launching our Product Hunt today. So if you want to learn more, you can do a couple of things. One, go to ProductHunt.com, check for us. You can learn about what we're doing through our description. You can click through our website. You can give us an upvote or a comment if you want. And secondly, if you are a founder that wants to be interviewed, that wants to kind of get your story out there, don't worry. Soon there will be a podcast host near you in the interwebs to interview you and get your story down. So again, And if you're listening to this on June 23rd, 2021, head over to producthunt.com, look for Seed Scout, and check us out there. Thanks for listening, and see you for the next episode. Bye.